Hello everybody, welcome to Kafaru Cast. It's a uh, Friday morning and uh, Frank and I are just back from Alaska. Uh, Frank is not in the office today. He went hunting, so I'm going to be telling my portion of the uh, the story or the the hunt um, for the Alaska trip we just went on and then when Frank gets back he'll he'll do his portion. It was a mountain goat hunt uh, with uh, Lonesome Dove Outfitters, uh, Dennis Zadra and uh frank's first mountain goat hunt and uh yeah it was a it was a cool trip um i uh i ended up actually shooting a wolverine which was not what i expected and i'll you know I'll go into that here in a little bit but i'm just going to kind of tell how the hunt went and uh you know a little bit about gear and uh the fact cordova rains way too damn much for me and uh go into that and then i'm heading off into the mountains after that tomorrow i'm heading up to um Hopefully find that mule deer. I don't know if he's still going to be up in the high country, the one I was after earlier in the season. Um, we'll see. It'll be interesting. But I'm going to go back in there for uh, six days, I guess. And then I've got a mountain goat hunt here in Colorado on the 30th. And I'm going to try and get back a day or two early just to, to scout a little bit. And then um, uh, so it'll be a pretty jam-packed schedule. But uh, e either way... Um, we, the, the hunt again was with Lonesome Dove Outfitters and it was in out of Cordova on the Chugach Mountain Range, I think. And it was kind of, uh, the way they set this hunt up is they have, uh, you get flown in and, a uh, an otter and then you, uh, get like, you, they set up like a base camp, uh, with just a couple small tents, a little bit bigger, obviously, than what you're sleeping in when you go on your spike camp. But they set those up and, uh, we, we set ours, two of them up. Um, you get a, you got a packer and a guide and, uh, the packer was Wesley who had about a 90 pound pack and is 150 pounds tough little kid, Jesus. And then Adam was the, the guide. Um, anyway, and we, we, we set up base camp and actually hiked up in the Alpine on the same day and, uh, got up there. We saw a couple goats on the way in one Billy, um, that actually had, uh, no horn on one side and a six inch horn on the other, a couple nannies. And, uh, you know, it's pretty, pretty cool country in there that, you know, the hike in was relatively easy. Um, you know, we had to put crampons on, uh, once, not cause we were on a glacier, but just cause, of, uh, you know, the like heather or grass, whatever that shit's called, um, in super wet conditions. So, um, I don't know. It's probably three, maybe a three hour, four hour hike in, which was really only <clears throat> crap, maybe you know, it wasn't that far. I don't know, three miles, you know, just going through underbrush and devil's club and shit. And then uh we got up there and we got the tent set up. Um we had a I had a Hilleberg uh Nalo GT two and uh they had um I think they had a Kitem. They might have had a Nalo GT two, I can't remember Cadium, however you pronounce it. And uh it was um, the kind of deal where, you know, the terrain's not really much too much different than any other place in the high country above treeline. You know, you just sit there in, in glass. There was a lot, lot of goats. Um, I was actually running um, a prototype, whatever you want to call it, 88 mag, Ma Deuce, I think is what we're going to call it. A big-ass 44 mag is what I was running. Frank ran the same thing. It's funny I say running. Some people get offended by the word running. Like you're not supposed to use that term. But I've used it since I was in the army. I always say uh, I was running this gear this year. So whether you like it or not, I was running the 88 mag or Ma Deuce. And so was Frank. 
Um, and then uh, I had the Wingard Ibex and uh, just uh, Black Eagle Vintage, just shooting prototype iron wheel broadheads and, uh, you know, kind of the standard setup I've been using. Um, Clothing-wise, um, since I'm sick for it, haha, <laughs> F you if you don't like that. No, I, I hate the term sick for it. I was running pretty much Sitka gear, uh, Timberline pants, uh, Stormfront rain gear. I had the core heavyweight hoodie. Had an icebreaker merino t-shirt. Uh, I had their waterproof puffy jacket, merino bottom or merino um, base layer. Nothing else of really any, any excitement there. Uh, I was running a, using a loophole rangefinder and Zeiss binoculars and um, a bino harness. Actually, I'm not supposed to talk about. And uh, the zero degree slick bag, which was probably way more bag than I needed. It wasn't that cold, but it was nice getting in there to warm up, grab my clothes off. So anyway, we got uh, we got up in the Alpine. We couldn't hunt that day. Obviously, we flew, and then the next day, we uh, think about this. We got. We hunted for a while and kind of got rained out, um, not just rain, fogged out. It was f- super foggy. Um, we saw quite a few goats, but they were far enough away to where like a judgment call, which I thought was definitely a good one, was by the time you got over to them, you know, trying to travel back through that thick of fog and rain and everything. So we kind of opted just to not not go that go go after any of them. And then the next day, we had about a half a day of of good weather, you know, we were getting to a point where we're kind of in the same position as the first day where, you know, some of the goats we were seeing that we wanted to go try and kill were, you know, at a distance we needed to either move camp or wait for um, a good day of weather, which was the, the third day of the hunt was the, the good day of weather. And as it sounds, that you know, out of six days of uh, uh, hunting, you, you know, in this area with, with these guys, um, you know, you usually get maybe two days of good weather uh, three at the most. So anyway, on the third day, um, you know, we were glassing and, um, you know, we looked down and I was like, man, are those wolves? And, uh, Adam was like, man, those are, they're wolverines. There was two of them and they were just kind of bedded in the Alpine, you know, not, not at the summit. They were quite a ways, I don't know, 500 feet down or 400 feet, whatever it was kind of on this uh, kind of terraced area on this knob. And, uh, you know, he's like, man, it, it's too bad you don't have a, a wolverine or a, a bear tag or something. And, um, you know, it's it's pretty foggy, and it's definitely starting to piss rain at this time. And I was, you know, thinking, I'm like, shit, on a shingle. Uh, I am not going to get another chance to shoot a wolverine. And so I went over to, to Adam. I was like, hey, dude, can I? can I put my goat tag on this? And he was like, yeah, I, I think so. And I said, well, let's, you know, let's make sure he called and verified everything was good. And, you know, it was open, all that shit. And so I was, you know, I was like, man, I said, I, I've shot a couple mountain goats. I've got another mountain goat tag. I said, look, I, I, I'm not going to get another chance to shoot a Wolverine. Not like this, not spot and stock, you know, I, you know, over, over, you know, maybe a bait or something. You might not like you're baiting Wolverines, but baiting bear or whatever. And, might have one come in or shoot one with a gun, but, you know, it's a pretty, you know, sub 20 yard, you know, chance to, to shoot this Wolverine. I'm like, look, man, let's go kill it. And, um, so, you know, it was assholes and elbows coming down the, the mountain. It was slickered and shit. And, you know, it was pissing rain, like just uh, raining to beat the band, like just pitchforks and crackheads. I couldn't, 
I mean, really, like nothing was dry. So anyway, we were, we're getting down pretty close, and I knew we were, you know, within 30. And, uh, uh, at, you know, Adam was, um, you know, within a few feet of me, and I'm like, man, get ready to range it. Because we both had range finders, but I was like, man, get ready to range it. And he kind of looked at me funny, which in about two seconds I figured out why. I heard, and I'm like, oh, shit, we're, we're less than 30. We're less than 20. They were over the, the knob, right? So I was like, oh, shit. And I said, all right, wait, 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 wait. And, um, you know, so I, I, I started the approach, and I had my boots on. It didn't matter. It was super quiet. And I had full-on rain gear, too, but it was it didn't – the noise of the rain gear didn't matter. It was raining that hard. So I crouched down and uh, started kind of duck walking up. And, and so did Adam, but actually, I just stroke of bad luck. Adam got picked off because the, you know, they were just, I don't know if they were fighting or what, but the, the big one charged up the hill and spotted Adam and just blew out. Now, you know, keep in mind, I'm still duck walking my fat ass up to this knob to shoot him. You know, I got about two yards to go and I hear Adam go, fuck, we're busted. So I, I, I took that last step and looked up and, you know, there was the, the badger. He was 12 yards maybe away. Um, and the other one was, you know, running and gunning and hauling ass. And the, the one was looking at him, probably trying to figure out why he was running. And so, you know, 12 yards, I, I uh, you know, drew back and um, pretty much, I mean, I thought smoked it. I hit it good. I mean, uh, the exit hole from that thing with that, that prototype head was what size my fist. But it, it took off. Uh, down the alpine and i uh i reloaded and it, it's a miracle at like 38 40 42 i'm not 100 percent sure i got a, another arrow off and uh uh was able actually I, I i pretty 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 damn good shot on that arrow and uh you know went just like 20 more yards and kind of rolled up and uh, i thought okay it's good and so we got down this steep por- portion because uh, I didn't want to knock an arrow on that and you know, stab myself in the eye. So anyway, we got the steep Porsche. We got on more or less flat ground, and I knocked an arrow and, and hooked up and just started step by step by step. And I got to, uh, I don't know, 14, 16, 20 yards, uh, and that thing woke up and was not fucking happy. Um, the It, like, looked at me and just... <laughs> And uh, started growling like crazy and started coming. And uh, I heard Adam, you know, put a round upstairs. And I was like, oh, shit, I better shoot this before he does. And I put a third arrow into its chest at mm, like six, eight steps. And uh, that one did it in. And so that, I whatever, that was the that, that was the story of the Wolverine. And uh, it was super cool other than we had to climb out of that hole where we shot it. But I, I, I didn't realize I thought. It was pretty rare. I, I didn't think many people had done it. As, it. as it sounds, from all the messages I got, uh, Dave Windauer, I think, did it. Um, he gave up a moose tag, actually, to shoot his, like, in the 70s or 50s, a long time ago. And uh, and uh, a guy on a loan did it, uh, hit it with an arrow and kill it with an axe, I think. I didn't, I've seen that alone, which which is cool. I mean, I, I mean, you know, a lot of people, did you eat it? I did not eat the Wolverine. Um you know, one guy tried to, uh, he's playing like he was actually asking a real question. He said, did it fuel my ego or did it taste good or something? I don't know. But 
as far as that goes, I, I really don't want to deal with that kind of dumb shit and questions. Look, if, if you, I totally get it. If you, uh, eat what you kill, I mean, if you kill a mouse at the house, do you eat that? You know, if a coyote eats your cat and kill a coyote or you eating a coyote, the fish and game department, uh, who we hope know their jobs, right? They're biologists. They, um, have tags that are given out for the different predator species, wolverine being one of them, meaning they feel that the population is high enough that humans, when possible, can harvest or kill one of those to help the population or, or keep it an even keel, help the balance. And if that's the case, I'm going to take full advantage of that, and I doesn't mean I'm necessarily going to eat that specific animal. The biologists um, are the ones that have dictated that it is needed or it is okay, and I am fine with that. Um, obviously, I was raised in a different time, space, place uh, than than others. I got many messages from people that told me they would never kill an animal they can't eat. One, I think you're full of shit because if you hit something on the side of the road with your car, are you eating it? Have you finished your plate every dinner? If it's shrimp, steak, whatever, if it was an animal and you didn't finish it and you threw it away, that is kind of like wanton waste. That's like not taking all the meat off the animal. You are wasting that meat. So I guess what I'm saying is I don't give a shit. Please don't message me what you would do. I appreciate it. You know, I love getting messages and, and questions and everything. But if you're messaging me just to tell me that you wouldn't shoot it, I really don't give a shit. I don't want to get that message. Um, on a good note, though, it was about a thousand to one good to bad uh, that I that I had taken the the, the Wolverine, and I and I'm, again, I'm not I'm not like super bitching about this. It's just, you know, coyotes. I'm not gonna eat a coyote, uh, badger, Wolverine. I can eat those. I'm not gonna eat a grizzly. I do eat black bear. They're really good. Um, but we can see now what's happening in British Columbia. No grizzly hunting. Big fucking grizzly problem now. Surprise, surprise for all you ass clowns that say that you only eat what you kill. Okay, well, now there's a grizzly problem, and kids are getting eaten, and pets and shit, and they're eating ungulates, you know, wolverines. They'll clear out a fucking basin full of sheep and, and uh, goats quick. But, oh, we're not going to kill it because we don't eat it. Well, what about all the other animals they're fucking up? And and I don't. for those of you who don't know, grizzlies and black bear, the males, the big boars, eat their fucking cubs so they can breed again. So... You know, you can say I'm mean for shooting a wolverine, but truly, you haven't lived until you've seen a grizzly step on a head of a cub and rip the body off of it so he can go mate again. So keep things into perspective, people. I mean, it is what it is. If it's not your choice, that's fine. But if the biologists have, have um, obviously dictated that it is okay to, to harvest or kill a wolverine, then I'd say take advantage of it and do it. If you don't like that, that's fine. But, you know, you don't really push your, your values, I guess, too much on other people, although I'm probably doing that right now. But anyway, back on the story, we climb up the, you know, the mountain and, and holy shit, was it raining? I mean, yeah, a hell of a time just staying on path on top of those knife edge ridges to get back to camp. And, uh, you know, we got back, um, uh, to camp and basically were rained out. Um, until, I don't know, mid next morning. Now, 
you know, they got me another goat tag, um, you know, sent in and it wasn't that, um, you know, it, it killed some time, which I knew that, and we didn't have very many good weather days. And so, you know, it wasn't, um, uh, if, even if they wouldn't have gotten me another goat tag, I was totally happy with the decision I'd made to, to do that, to, to shoot the Wolverine. But literally, you know, they got the goat tag get back in. We had about a half a day of hunting and then a insane storm came out. So I did get to goat hunt, um, a little bit more. I'll talk a little bit more about that when we do Frank's podcast, but, uh, you know, the, the gist of, of the Wolverine story is, was, was what I just told. And I think that, um, the, the, the chances of, of me ever shooting or seeing another Wolverine is pretty freaking slim. So I was pretty jacked through the roof. My wife wants to do, uh, uh, a mount and, uh, you know, get it in the house. They're pretty freaking cool animals. And the one I shot, I think they said was 42 pounds or 38. Don't, don't, it was around 40 pounds. So it's pretty good sized. Um, Wolverine, believe it or not, the one that ran off was even bigger, um, or at least it looked bigger taken off. Um, so, you know, whatever, it was pretty, pretty freaking cool experience. And, and, uh, the, you know, Dennis at Lonesome Dove, those guys were awesome to, you know, to deal with. And, and, uh, we obviously learned a little bit if we go about each other in the sense of it, it, they don't get the most fit clients all the time. So if we went back in there, I definitely, you know, talking with Adam, it'd be a lot cooler to backpack through the mountain range, backpack hunt it, bivy hunt it, rather than have the spike camp, um, and just get picked up on the other end. Um, just cause there's so many goats and the terrain is unbelievable. It's the same area where Jake Downs actually shot his mountain goat, um, a couple years ago at his recurve. And, uh, it's pretty, pretty amazing. So, you know, as far as gear goes, you know, I, um, it just, it rains a lot there. So you really have to stay kind of cognizant all the time as far as, you know, if you can run a pack cover, I, you know, I had obviously electronics and a dry sack, um, you know, you definitely, when I could, would wear clothing to wear it dry when the sun was out. You know, every time we stopped, we definitely have to get, um, you know, the we get everything out and kind of lay it out because it just rains a lot there. It's kind of depressing, really. It's unbelievable country when the when it's not raining or foggy, but it sounds like that's about twenty percent of the time. So, um, yeah, so it's pretty pretty cool and. You know, this podcast isn't going to be super long. I think I'm only 20 minutes into it now. I just wanted to, you know, I had so many questions about that Wolverine and how that worked. You can put the tag, you know, the goat tag on it. Um, and, uh, and Frank was hunting. So we'll talk about the mountain goat more later. Uh, a couple of the cool things though, I will say the, that we've had, this is off the subject, but, uh, you know, I've had a bunch of questions on gear. Uh, one of the, food wise uh something called adapted fats and that's this is we talked about it before that has been a, one of those pretty epic things as far as uh you know i say a game changer but it's a great snack it helps keep you regular it's amazing in coffee that's been super cool that you know the inreach um it used to be delorme garmin bottom out the garmin inreach that thing's been a lifesaver um you know just communicating with work um, you know, the new, the new pack I was running, um, obviously I'm a bigger pack kind of a guy. So I really liked that. Um, you know, as far as the, the, the Sitka gear stuff goes, I've always worn Timberline pants. So those were a big one. I wore two sets of boots on this hunt. I had, um, the, uh, Hanbog Makras 
and Zamberlin uh, 2092s. Both of them did amazing. Neither one of them leaked. Um, that bino harness was extremely badass, but I can't go into great detail with that. Um, mm, the Hilleberg tents, they're always bomb-proof. Um, I've had, we've always had great luck with those. I'm trying to think. I don't think there's anything else that really stuck out in my mind as far as gear. You know, the broadhead did amazing, but I can't go into great detail about that. So, yeah, all the gear worked. No, no failures. Everything worked pretty freaking amazing. Um, yeah, I, I'd do it again. I mean, the hunt was super cool. Dennis was awesome. The guides were super cool. Um, you know, my biggest focus now is, uh, one, not getting divorced, but, uh, going home and, um, getting my pack loaded up. Um, Frank, I think is going to meet me Monday or Tuesday. I'm going to head in tomorrow and try and go find this mule deer. It's been kind of a, a slow season for me. Not, um, slow as in, um, I haven't seen any animals, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not a very good trophy hunter normally. And we held out for a giant, you know, a big, big deer, a mature deer that first hunt. And, and I, I missed, which we, if you listen to the first podcast, I missed it 12 yards in the cliff. I hit a branch and got a heartbreaker. It's haunting me. And, um, I'd like to go back in there and, and try and get a, you know, a deer. So I'm going to spend six days in there. Um, hopefully get a deer. I'll have a, I'm going to bring in my, my Phelps game calls too. I'm bringing diaphragm and an estrus call and a bugle just in case we get into some elk. But, uh, I think I'm going to go in tomorrow. Frank's going to meet me Monday or Tuesday and, uh, you know, see if we can get on that. Um, you know, like obviously the goat thing, I mean, it was definitely worth it shooting the Wolverine. I got a lot of tags left, but I had a few guys giving me crap because I didn't shoot a, uh, a mule deer. So hopefully I redeem myself. If not, um, you know, it is what it is. I tried, um, the, the trophy hunting thing or, or whatever you want to call it, hunting the most, you know, trying to hold out and, you know, cause I passed up a lot of deer. And so I got a lot of shit for that. Um, Rob Patuto with Stickbow Chronicles. He's like, dude, you're not a, a trophy hunter. You got where you are by just shooting decent animals. And I'm like, man, it just was one of those things that got in my mind and, and, and they were there. You know, it's easy to be, it's easy to shoot mature animals when they're around you all over the place. So it just made more sense. So hopefully that doesn't bite me in the ass and I can get back in there and kill a deer. Um, I'm definitely, I will say, if I don't find that wide buck or a mature deer and there's a three and a half year old running around, he's probably going to die or at least get shot at. Um, cause I do like mule deer meat. So I want to make sure and take sure, make sure and take one home. So either way, guys, I do apologize. This podcast is only going to be about 25 minutes long. Uh, we will do another one. Frank and I around, we'll talk about the mountain goat hunting. I didn't want to, um, talk too much about it. Uh, the actual goat hunt cause Frank did kill a mountain goat. Um, so he and I can discuss that, but, uh, either way, that's the story of the Wolverine. Um, and, uh, you know, if anybody have questions on the hunt, get a hold of Dennis at Lonesome Dove, uh, Outfitters. They got an Instagram page. Um, and, uh, you know, you can shoot me uh, any message or whatever if you guys have any questions on it as well. And hopefully I'm going to, you know, do some Instagram stories, um, on this mule deer hunt and I'm going on. And hopefully have a story to tell when I get back, whether it's got an animal involved or not. Who knows? Hopefully it does. Um, and be telling a story next week on a podcast. We're kind of running thin on podcasts. Um, so that we probably won't be doing two a week until Frank would get back in the office just because we're running out. So anyway, I appreciate everybody tuning in. Appreciate the support. Really appreciate the support. I can't say how much it means to me, all the messages and emails and texts I get, 
saying thank you for, for helping guys out and how many stories of the first animal harvest and traditional kills. It's, it's super, you know, amazing. Um, and you know, the, the negative guys, you know, try to remember the golden rule, um, do onto others or whatever the fuck that is. And don't be a dick. Uh, either way, thanks for tuning in everyone. I appreciate it.